The moment you enlist in the army of God, you personally become a target. You need to remember that if you're living for and walking with Jesus Christ, the powers of darkness are aligned against you. Dr. Walter Martin. Welcome to Someone's Praying for You with Evangelist Oliver Areza. We are delighted to have you among our listening family. Today is part two of how to have a personal walk with God. Many times something happens that moves us to seek the Lord, and that was the case with Enoch. Brother Areza would enjoy hearing from you. I will give you several ways to contact him at the end of the program. And now with your Bible open to Genesis chapter 4, let's join Brother Areza. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Oliver Areza reminding you that someone is praying for you. Well, what a joy and what a delight it has it is to have you tuning in today and we just barely got started last week on this exciting subject, how to walk with God. What an amazing thought. Of course, we're looking in Genesis and we're looking in Hebrews as we develop this thought and as we do our best, uh, being true to the scriptures to make some applications so that each and every one of us can benefit from these wonderful truths, these thoughts that we find here in the Bible. Of course, in the book of Genesis and the fifth chapter, verse number 25, we learn this about this great man, Enoch. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And then we go to the New Testament book of Hebrews, chapter 11 and verse number 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. You see, Enoch is a type of the New Testament believer that will experience the rapture. He will not have to die. We're talking about a New Testament believer. He was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, we are taking these two passages and we are connecting them together because they are about the same man, Enoch. In the Old Testament, the Bible said that he walked with God. In the New Testament, it says that he had a testimony that he pleased God. So I think that what we see very easy here from these two verses about the same man is simply this. They teach us that this unique relationship of walking with God was literally a lifestyle of living to please God. You see, when you compare Scripture with Scripture, it is very simple to see that walking with God equals pleasing God, and pleasing God equals walking with God. I came across a neat story about the songwriter Charles Weigel. He wrote the famous hymn that we sing, 
No one ever cared for me like Jesus. Well, one day, Charles Weigel was a part of a Bible conference in Pasadena, California, and he was invited to uh, the local Rose Gardens, and it just so happened that they were in full, fragrant bloom during that time of the year. And of course, uh, Brother Charles Weigel looked at the beautiful roses and smelt that incredible, incredible aroma that comes from a rose. And then after he had come back to the hotel where the conference, the Bible conference, was being conducted, someone sitting beside him said, Mr. Weigel, I can tell where you have been today. And he says, oh, how can you tell that? He said, you have visited our beautiful, wonderful rose gardens here in Pasadena. He said, the aroma is on you where I sit right next to you. I can smell that beautiful, beautiful smell of a rose, of the fragrant of a rose. And uh, how true it was. Well, friend, to, be, to walk with God, it means to abide. It means to be in fellowship with Him. It means to be living a life that's pleasing and honoring and literally puts a smile on His face, a life that uh, really will emit the aroma of a sweet, wonderful fellowship with God. So that's what we're talking about this week. I'm so glad that you've tuned in to be with us. Let me go ahead and ask you to take your Bibles, and I want you to look with me to the book of Genesis and the sixth chapter. Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9. And it reads like this. Now before we read, I want you to think about this. To please God means to love God. It means to love His character to love His Word, and to gladly perform His will in our lives. It means to love Him in such a way as to become the object of His approval. So to walk with God could mean as we travel along the path of life, we should be aware of the presence of God, seeking to be in accord with His steps, following the path that He leads, and of course, his path is always a path of holiness. We're going to pause right now for a time of prayer. And then we're going to enjoy a beautiful number from our featured group entitled, the song entitled, We Will Go On. Father, we come to you now in the precious name of Jesus. And we're so thankful for this incredible example that we find in the Bible about this man Enoch. And how it tells us that he walked with God. He walked with you. And Lord, that we learn that walking with you, if we compare it to Hebrews 11, it's pleasing you. To live a life pleasing to you, to walk with you, means to please you in all that we do. Help us to grasp this. Help us to see it in the scriptures and to apply it to our lives. And may, may a multitude listening to this broadcast today make a conscious decision i'm gonna rock with god we ask it now in the precious powerful name of our risen savior the lord jesus christ amen and amen with anguish in their souls israel came to the sea surrounded by an army with nowhere left to flee 
blessing. What a good, good song for us today. Well, as I ended up the broadcast last week, I was mentioning to you that as I studied, I went into my own personal study about 
What did it mean when it said uh, Enoch walked with God? And as I began to study the Scriptures and compared Scripture with Scripture, I discovered a pattern, and that's, and that's what I want to share with you for the next couple of weeks, this particular pattern. I'm going to give you many, many examples from the Bible uh, where we see this, where we see and where uh, we see this pattern, how we see it, and what verses and who are the characters involved in this uh, particular pattern when we study what it means to walk with God. Last week, I brought out the fact of our main character, the central character of the study, Enoch. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah. So, according to Genesis chapter 5 and verse number 22, something happens in a person's life that creates the need to walk with God. Something real important happens. Something that is so important to us, so drastic, so uh, such a heavy responsibility is put upon us that it drives us to seek after God uh, like nothing else that we've ever experienced. When we're looking at the book of, when we're thinking about Enoch, the Bible specifically says that Enoch walked with God after, after he begat Methuselah. Not before, but after. So something happened in the life, in the um, birth of his, of his little boy, Methuselah, that literally shook him to the foundation of his soul. And what we can read into this is simply that Enoch said, I got to get serious. I have got to get serious about my life. I have got to get serious about my spiritual walk. I've got to get serious about my relationship to God after the birth of his son. So something happens in a person's life that creates the need the need to walk with God. Something major, major happens. I'm turning now to the book of Genesis chapter number 6. Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9 gives us our next example. Now, of course, if you're reading through the Scriptures, you know that Genesis chapter number 9 talks about the man in the Old Testament by the name of Noah. The Noah, who, the one that uh, built the ark according to God's, uh, God's blueprint. And in Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 9, it tells us these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And then it says, and Noah walked with God. Now, friend, listen to some of these verses that are in the same chapter as that verse there. Chapter 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So, Noah's got three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And no doubt Noah, as every father, I hope, would want to raise godly children, would want to raise respectable children, would want to raise children that had respect to God and country and family life, young men that respected women and, and uh, women that would respect men. So in the book of Genesis, it says that... Uh, 
God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So evidently Noah looked at this wicked culture, the wicked culture that he was raising his boys in, and he said, I've got to get a hold of God. I've got to know God's ways. I need to know God's word. I need to know God's law. I need help. The wickedness of man was great in the earth. And Noah said, I've got to get God's help in the matter. Let's look at the book of, of the New Testament book of Hebrews, please. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Now, do you see that? By the which he condemned the world. And I'm telling you, dear fathers, mothers, leaders of homes, until you condemn the world in your home, listen, you're not providing the insulation. I'm not saying the isolation, isolate your children. You can't do that, but you can certainly insulate them. And evidently it fell so heavy on Noah's heart that he said, I've got to do something. I've got to learn to walk with God. And Noah walked with God. I'm looking over to the book of Genesis in the 17th chapter. We're going to look at the man by the name of Abraham. The Bible says in Genesis 17, 1, And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. We know that God was going to give him an amazing assignment. He was going to be the father of a nation that would inhabit the entire world, and from his seed would come the Messiah, was to spring forth, which should offer redemption, eternal redemption for every man. And the Bible said that Abraham was provoked uh, and spoken to by God, walk before me and be thou perfect. You see, the first in the pattern is this. Something happens in a person's life that creates the need to walk with God. I'm looking at another example in the Old Testament, King David. The Bible tells us in the book of uh, 1 Kings chapters 3 and verse 6, And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David my father great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee, and thou gavest, thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. So in the case of David, King David, the testimony was through his son Solomon. And he declared, he declared about his father in a prayer indicates to us David's great desire to walk with God, walk before God in truth and walk in righteousness, and to walk in uprightness of heart. Oh, we know that David dropped the ball. We know what he did and how he stained his testimony. But in all of that, he's still known as the man after God's own heart. David, King David, 
Maybe it was the many hours he had spent by himself meditating on the greatness of God uh, and the assignment of one day being the king uh, of God's chosen people, the entire nation of Israel. But you see, friend, something happens in a person's life that creates the need to walk with God. I can't help but wonder who I'm speaking to today. Maybe a mother, a father, maybe a grandfather, where God has put some special children, some wonderful children, little people, little tiny people, moldable, moldable minds, moldable character. There's precious little people. Put them in your family. Maybe you need to grab that King James Bible and read it. Read it to your children. Maybe you need to drop down on your knees and ask God to help you to be the daddy that you need to be for your children. Maybe you need to drop down on your, on your knees on, with your elbows on the couch and ask God to help you to be the grandfather that you need to be for those little grandchildren, grandsons, and granddaughters. Oh, listen, that heavy when something happens that creates a need for us to reach out to God and ask God for God's help. He's the only one that can help us. It, listen, secular society, they're not on your side. They don't have all the answers. Oh, but hallelujah, glory to God. God does. You see, Enoch knew where to turn. Noah knew where to turn. Abraham knew where to turn. David knew where to turn. We're going to be looking in the New Testament next week. And we're going to see that Paul knew where to turn. And Simon Peter knew where to turn. And on and on it goes. Maybe there's somebody listening right now. You need to drop to your knees and ask God to forgive you and to help you and rededicate your life afresh and anew to God. You see, something happens in a person's life that creates a need to walk with God. I sure hope that you'll recognize it. We're going to have to bring the message to a close. Make sure and be back with us next week. Be encouraged, friends, and remember, someone's praying for you. And with that, we will bring the message to a close. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to invite a friend to join you next week at this time on this fine station. You can hear this program again or past broadcasts by going to wvgvradio.com and click on the WVGV Productions tab. To follow Brother Areza on Twitter, follow him at EO Areza. This broadcast is listener-supported or being underwritten by Eraser Revival Ministries of West Union, West Virginia. To contact Evangelist Oliver Areza via email, use eoa at wvgvradio.com. Someone's Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. Do the clouds around you gather in the midst of storm is your ship tossed and battered are you weary and worn don't lose hope someone's praying for you this very day and peace be still it's already home the way